Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. A desire to bring the truth to the forefront and a refusal to back down. The Roy Green Show continues. I know we got you singing along. I know. It's okay. It's all right. Because these songs, they even if you're from a later generation, they're infectious. They get to you. And it's the old fun, 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 now that Daddy took the T-Bird away. So we cover a lot of major issues on this program. That's usually sort of 100% of our of our agenda, but once in a while I just like to slip something else in that's a little lighter, a little different, uh, that fits the day or fits an experience. And as I mentioned to you the other day, I was uh, was driving and uh, was on my way home and um, I saw this car in the corner of my my eye to the right. He was on a a, a ramp to get onto the road that I I was bypassing. So I could only see sort of quarter of the car, but I was pretty sure it was a Mercedes McLaren SLR. And I said before the break that they're about a million and a half dollars. No, they're not. I uh, I overestimated. I'm just checking online here. You could buy right now, folks, right now, you could buy a 2009 Mercedes SLR class, so the McLaren SLR with 7,769 kilometers on it, for $600,000 U.S. So that's what? Add another, what is it, 20%? So you do the, you can do the math, or it's 700, 720000 and then you add the uh, various taxes. So you're starting to approach eight hundred grand for that car. It's a 2009. What you'll find with these is low miles. I sound like I'm selling the thing. Anyway, my question to you is, on this beautiful Sunday in much of Canada, after I saw that car, that Mercedes McLaren SLR, you can't miss it. You see the M-C-L-A-R-E-N, McLaren. Um, Then I saw a Ferrari, two Ferraris, actually. One was uh, 308, like Magnum drove in the the 70s. I think you can pick those up for about 60 grand, 60, $70,000. And the other one, uh, I, I really couldn't identify because it was a little too far away, but it sounded like it was probably around three or $400,000 car, just by the sound. 
Now, I know that a lot of you have driven some pretty fancy cars or you've driven cars that you'd love to have back because they appreciate in value. Maybe you've kept a good, we've heard some great stories from people who've kept a car from the time they were teenagers until, I mean, their, their grandfathers are, and they're still driving the cars. It's usually guys who do that. It's, it is. It's not a sexist statement. It's usually guys who do that. Um, and then, of course, there's also the aspect of it where they are tremendous investments. There are people who have millions and millions and millions of dollars invested in classic cars, and they don't drive them. They just have them in a specially um, climate-controlled garage, and that's where they sit until such time as they're going to be sold at a significant profit or they'll be traded for something else. They're investments. I've never been able to keep a car long enough to make it into an investment. But I've had some cars that I'd love to have back, and that's what I want to talk to you about. Have you owned something? And I have to do this because it's just, I saw those cars, and I thought, I have to do this just for a couple of minutes. Have you owned something that you would like to have back now? And do you have any idea how much it might be worth today? I had, through a friend of my mother's, uh, I think I've told this story before, uh, a friend of my mother's bought, because she wanted to impress a guy she was dating, she bought a 1961 Jaguar XKE, which was the very first Jaguar XKE ever made. So she bought this car, and when they first came out, they cost about $6,000. Today, if you've got a 1961 XKE and it's in excellent condition with matching numbers, you're into the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Anyway, they were about six grand when they first appeared on the market. So this woman bought this car and I guess the relationship didn't work out. So she had the car parked in Nova Scotia for a number of years. Then she went to Nova Scotia to get it. We were all living in Montreal at the time. And she drove it from Nova Scotia to Montreal. But she never had the oil change. She didn't have anything done to the car. She parked it. Then she started it. And she drove it. So it was a early 60s Jaguar. So they're pretty temperamental to begin with. And by the time she got this car to Montreal, it was in trouble. There were more colors of blue firing out of the exhaust than you can imagine. So I bought this car for 1500 bucks, And it pretty much broke the bank at that time, as I recall. But I was the only one at 19 years of age who had an XKE. And it had no synchromesh in the transmission, so every time you wanted to go into first gear, it was... Which wasn't too impressive, because my whole idea for driving the car was to impress the girls or young women, or, I don't know, get into trouble now. And that was 1960s, okay? So I kept that car for a few years. I, kept, I, I, I couldn't afford to uh, tune it up. The first semi-tune-up cost me $800. Just blew the bank, so I obviously I couldn't afford the car. So I put it in storage. I didn't know what I would do with it, but I put it in storage, and a friend of mine was bothering me about this car for years. Wanted the car. Would you sell it to me? Sell it to me. Eventually, I did, and I sold it to him for $4,000. And I figured, well, I've made money on it, and, uh, you know, so today, I don't even know where this guy is anymore, but uh, if he still got it, and it's in better condition than it was, and body was fine. It was just had some motor issues. If it's still in, if it's in great condition now, he's sitting on hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I'd love to have that one back. The other one I want to have back is my 1967 GT390 Mustang, like Steve McQueen drove in Bullet. 
He used to double clutch that thing, and, and the sound was just so much fun. And just spin those bias ply tires, do the burnouts at the intersections. Yeah, I was one of those guys. And I also had about, uh, I have so many cars, but I, because, you know, it's just, I love them. One car that I, that I had was a late 70s Trans Am that had a racing engine in it. And it was, um, it was, it was a monster. And it sounded like a Saturn V rocket. And it got about three miles to the gallon. I know your whole image of me is changing now. Maybe not for the better. Anyway, this car literally got about three miles to the gallon. It cost me 27 bucks to drive about 40 miles. So I didn't, <laughs> it didn't get out all that often. But I remember being in a grocery store about half a mile from where I lived. And I was checking out some couple of things. And this lady behind me said, I know you. And I thought I was going to get, you're Roy Green. I listened to you on the radio. And you know, I was going to have a pleasant conversation with her. And she looked at me with a steely, flinty stare. And she said, you're the man with that noisy black car. And, of course, the noisy black car was sitting right outside. And there was no way to make it unnoisy. So uh, if there's something that you've driven, something that you've owned, that you'd like to have back, or if there's something that you have that stayed in your family for a long period of time, what is that car? What have you? What would you love to have back? What's the car that's been in your family for a long time? Are you looking for something actively? Are you looking for a certain car actively right now? Uh, and maybe there's an investor, somebody who actually has bought a car for investment purposes. I'd like to hear from you at 800-263-2428. Any scenario that has to do with cars we owned or cars you'd love to own or something that you have now. And if you can add, put some dollar figures to what you think it might be worth, that would be even more interesting. 800-263-2428. What would you love to have back? Oh, one more for me. 1974. Chevelle Malibu, a complete sleeper, complete sleeper, two doors. The only thing that gave it away were the little numbers above the uh, fender wall on the front. Numbers were four, five, four. And it was a big block engine, and it was. It was evil. That car was evil. It had a uh, Hurst slap stick shifter. I had more fun with that car. It really sounded like a jet engine when you wound it up. Anyway, we'll come back and we'll get to your calls at 800-263-2428. I can't wait to hear from you. His bark is worse than his bite. This is the Roy Green Show. I got my first real six string Bought it at the five and Summer of 69, Brian Adams, it's been voted the number one favorite summer driving song. So go ahead, sing along. Play that air guitar. Steer with your knees. 
Uh, I just want to listen to music now. Forget the calls. Let's just listen to Brian Adams. Okay, let's go to your calls. By the way, if anybody wants to uh, race you and they say they have a Koenigsegg CCXR Trevita, don't take them on. I'd never heard of this car until 10 minutes ago, but it's the most expensive car in the world. It's $4.8 million, and it is zero to 60 miles an hour in about a blink of an eye. Tom in Calgary. How are you, Tom? Doing good, Roy. Good afternoon. Hey, good to talk to you. Yeah, I don't usually phone in, but uh, you hit my hot button with the car thing. Okay, let's hear. Uh, do you have something? Do you want something? What's going on? Well, I got an old pickup truck, but uh, the one that got away that I'd like to have had back, nothing really elaborate as far as an exotic or anything goes, 57 Monarch Turnpike Cruiser. Okay, I'm trying to uh, picture this now. Uh, a couple of decent-sized wings, right? Vertical wings? It had no. It didn't really have the the big fins or anything like that. But what it did have was the antennas out over the windshield. Oh yeah, really? And uh, oh, it was pretty well. What in the center? In the center of the in the center of the windshield? No, one on each side. One on each side. Yeah, and you can Google Monarch Turnpike Cruiser. It was actually a uh, uh, theme type car that they built yeah. in '56, and then they. Brought the turnpike out in '57. Did you have? Did you have one? I did. Oh, and and why did you get rid of it? Oh, it's, I had a little motor issue with it. This guy wanted to buy it. He pulled the motor out of it. It was a 368 Lincoln motor in that thing. Oh wow, let it go. And uh, so he pulled the motor out for his Lincoln and junked uh, the Monarch, and uh, that was a crime. But uh, yeah, no, that there's only maybe. Upwards of 500 of those made. No kidding. Eh? Monarch was Canadian only. Okay. So then, you're not likely you're going to find another one. Tom, thank you. I appreciate the call, sir. 1957. Uh, Monarch. Lethbridge, uh, on Lethbridge, Ontario? Is that right, T- John? No, Lethbridge, Alberta. How oh, it says, it says Lethbridge ONT here. I thought, I never heard of Lethbridge ONT. No, there's a Lethbridge, Newfoundland. Well, I didn't know that either. That's uh, two places in Canada that are called Lethbridge. All right. So what's Anyways, the what's I'm the car? To show you a uh, beautiful day here on a Sunday in Lethbridge, and uh, like the previous caller, you hit a passion with the cars. The car that I'm always after is a '59 Cadillac. Even though my father had a '64 Pontiac Stratocheese. Right. So uh, there's some fond memories. But if I had a choice on today's topic, I would say it's the '59 Cadillac or a Crown Victoria, which had an original moonroof. Really? So that the fifty was that a fifty nine as well? You know, I don't know what the Crown Victoria. It's a late fifties. My a relative of the family actually had one. I remember as a kid, yeah. seeing the uh, just looking up into the ceiling of these old cars and seeing the entire. Oh, that'd be exciting as a kid, eh? Well, yeah, definitely. It's like a spaceship. Yeah. Now tell me something. It can't be that difficult to find a, or maybe I'm wrong, but I, I wouldn't think it would be that difficult to find a fifty nine Caddy. You know, it wouldn't be, but getting a 64 Pontiac strategy... That'd be a little more difficult, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, if, you, if you saw a 59 Caddy, how much would you put out for it? You know, as little as possible, but they're <laughs> worth every penny. So uh, I hear you, man. Yeah, I hear no, you. But the buyer would want a good coin on that. Okay, maybe I can put two of you together. You know, that's a great possibility. How can I help? Here's how you help. You send me an email to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Okay. And you're looking for a 59 Caddy, any particular model? 
Not nothing. Whatever comes. Okay, you're looking for a 59 Caddy or a 64 Pontiac Stratochief. Correct. Okay, so send me an email to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Thank you, Roy, and again, you're just an awesome talk show. Well, thank you. Send me send me your info, and if anybody's listening who has a 59 Caddy or a 64 Stratochief Pontiac that you want to sell, I'll put the two of you together, and you'll only owe me 15%. That sounds like a deal. <laughs> thank you. I'm looking one to buy. Hey, all the best, John. Maybe we'll get lucky. All right, you take care. All right, buddy. All the best. To Fort Saskatchewan, also in Alberta. Uh, Curtis, how are you, sir? Not too bad, Roy. How are you? Just great. What's the car story? Uh, the car story is 18 years old, and I had a, a 1969 um, Formula S Barracuda. Oh. And it had a 383 stuffed into that little car. Yeah. That was, with the, was that with the sloping rear, rear roof? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the little fastback. Yeah, big uh, big glass, big glass in the rear. You betcha. You yeah. didn't want to bust that because you'll never you'll no. never go to the store and find one. No, you wouldn't. But uh, that thing had the the rally dash in it, so it had the Dodge's 150 mile an hour speedometer, and I had it up to 140, and the aerial tore out of the fender, <laughs> and the car was actually floating like there was no control whatsoever. Okay, and that was just—it was just beautiful. I—I'll pretend I didn't hear that, but I know the feeling where you can turn the steering wheel and the car keeps going straight. That's right. Because the car <laughs> is going fast enough that it's a—if it had wings, you'd be V1. You'd be taken off. Oh yes, you were. Or not? You'd be rotating. V1 is the you can't can't back off now. Uh, <laughs> rotate is when you go. Now, why'd you get rid of it? Uh, you know what? I was young and dumb, and I saw <laughs> a '71 Duster. Yeah, that had a 340 in it, yeah. and you know, just I should have kept that Barracuda though. I hear you, buddy. And you know, when you feel how you know you, you feel stupid about 24 hours after. Oh yeah. Right. You go outside. You look at what you got, and you realize what you had. Yeah. And you say, and "Why did I do that?" Every spring too, you see the all the cars. People start bringing their cars out, and you yeah. get that itch. Yeah. And then you think about that, and it's just like, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, well. Who knows? You may find one. Hopefully one day. Hey, Curtis, thanks for the call. Much appreciated. Thank you very much, Roy. Have a great day. So, look, that's just the, uh, that's all the time we have for the the cars. I'm, I'm sorry if we can't get you on, but we'll do this another day as well on a nice summer day. There are so many car stories, so many car stories that are waiting to be told. And... Uh, I get myself into trouble when I say things like this, but men have relationships with cars and dogs as well as, of course, with their families. Families come first. But you have a nice car, you have your car you love and the dog you love, and you got the dog in the car with you, and their tongues are flapping in the breeze, and they're happy as can be. It's, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good world. So let's get those cars back. Let's see if we can get... Uh, that 59 Caddy or the 64 Strata Chief. Send me an email if you've got one. Roy at RoyGreenShow.com.